Eddie's uh, periscope and his son was gra- was like grabbing everything, and then right. whenever his son got got in full view, he was very amused seeing himself on 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 the phone. So he was like, eh. right. So, it's like my son usually gets like this when he's sleepy. Mm-hmm. When he gets sleepy, he starts grabbing everything, stuff that he don't even grab. He just tries to hold on to. So he's gonna be with us for now until mom gets back home from the store. Uh, I may need to go back down and replenish his drink because he drunk all his juice. But nevertheless, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, A few things in the coming weeks before I actually do the intro and everything. I do have an intro set up for the podcast. Um, I'm going to I'm having a little bit trouble of actually adding the intro to the podcast on live. I may need to buy a mixer for that. So, um. But the the intro is there. More likely, it will be implemented on the um, iTunes and SoundCloud side because it's easy for me to add an intro to what we're doing mm-hmm. on that end because I'm just basically uploading it and I just add a few more clips. Um, also, um, shout out to Thirst and Gold Podcast. Um, those guys have been really supportive. They're supposed to be running a promo ad that I'm put together on their podcast. And on Thursday, I will be running their promo ad on our podcast. Um, for the most part, the promos ads are done. I just don't have the implementation to add their promo to the podcast. Almost like the same reason I can't do our intro for this one. So, um, nevertheless, Thirst and Gold Podcast, you can catch them on iTunes. I think they're on iTunes, and I think they're on Google Podcast. I know they're on sound, on iTunes. Nevertheless, you can go on Twitter and search them either way. Just search them anywhere. Thirst and Gold Podcast. Great guys. They do really good stuff with sports and drinking beer. They talk. They um do um they do taste testing about beer all across the the world. I think they do wine as well, and they talk sports. So it's it's a pretty interesting podcast. So. If you haven't already, you can um check that check those guys out. Um, yeah, Ravens be... Nation's already starting. Yeah, it's all good. That's that's what we want to see. Um, nevertheless, this is episode one eighteen of the First of Frame Rays podcast. Myself, VF Baller. We got DJ eighty one. Bills is still um with us, but he's very busy at the moment. So um he said he's gonna be around in a podcast later on down the road. He just did not give a specific time. But um, he's still a member, and he's, uh, for the most part, still with us. Um, Today, we're going to talk about the XFL week number one, and we're going to talk about the success of it and some things that could be changed, if any. Also, there's rumors about an XFL game. Yes, this is no, um, should I say it? This is no Hollywood sports NFL 2K15 rumor. This actually has a little bit of legs, and we're going to talk about that as well. And we're going to talk about Modern Warfare today. I think they dropped the update. That update is over 60 gigabytes on all platforms. So we're going to talk about not just Modern Warfare, but just updates in general and how they will um, impact the games going down the road. Because it's not the first time it's happened on this generation. But the way it looked like it may be standard for all generations or the next generation going forward. So um, those are the three topics. DJ, what is going on with you? Well, other than being under the weather, you tell my voice is not as high as it usually is because when I'm sick, my voice sounds a lot better. Okay. Other than that, um, I'm pretty sure you're in good spirits. I know how it is with the weather changing and everything. Mm-hmm. We'll be under weather. Today, it's been 80 degrees here in South Carolina. It's Wait a minute. Really... 
That is crazy because yeah, it's been eighty. It's been it's been seventy nine, eighty degrees today in South. It's been really nice. Yeah, I think it was in the mid fifties up here. But yeah, I don't do well with sudden weather changes. And living in Maryland, it just I I catch it every yeah. every February. I catch it around this time. It, around this time, because I remember uh, the first time it really took hold was my senior year in high school. I was mm-hmm. out for about two weeks. Right. Yeah, so I know what it, you mean. it cost me a whole third quarter of my senior year of high school. So, yeah, yeah my, my, I usually catch mine late December after my birthday or mid January. Anywhere between there, I will get sick. I wish I still had those fo- um those videos up from the virtual footballer channel when I literally had the, the flu and me and Ryan Moody was going back and forth doing breakdowns. That was like some epic shit. Like me and him was doing it and I was like dead with the flu. And that was crazy. So it's always around that time, like the last, like right after Christmas or between that and Martin Luther King holiday. I usually get sick around that time. But, um, but yeah, it, it was 80 degrees. And um, shout out to everybody in the chat. Um, Obi Wan, thank you. You're at work, but you're watching. Great loyal listener. I really appreciate that. Ravens Nation's always been coming through. King David has been very active, not only in the on the podcast but he's been active on twitch when i'm on my twitch stream and on discord and if you guys haven't already that is a perfect time to talk about discord you can catch us on discord where you can um join and you can talk um to us about other sports and um not only that we can talk about gaming as well and um we all have a good time over there. We're doing pretty good over there. It's growing. Um, we had uh, another person join the Discord within the last few days, which is great. And um, you know what, DJ? I'm not going to put that person's name out there, but I did say I did not want them in the Discord. But if they want to join, you can add them. I mean, I already made amends with everybody else. Why not do the same with that person as well? So whenever, if you ever come across that conversation with that particular person, mm-hmm. It's like we never even talked about it. He may not even know who we're talking about, but um, you can add him if he wants to join. Okay. Uh, nevertheless, um, let's talk about the XFL DJ. Um, first of all, first of all, before we even talk about that, mm-hmm. um, no, I'll wait till more people join because I I, I want to ask because everybody gave their one to ten what they thought about the XFL. But mm-hmm. when we get more people, I want to get that one to ten once we finish. So DJ, what are your thoughts? of week one of XFL and, and and were you surprised? Were you disappointed? Were you write down what you thought it would be? And my son wants some juice. Um, <laughs> let everybody know what you thought. I'm going to um, set him up with a bottle real quick. Go ahead and handle your business. All right. Hey, what, what's up, uh, Izzy? I see you joined us. Uh, week one, week one Saturday, of course, started with the DC Defenders versus the Seattle Dragons, but Saturday's games overall were pretty exciting. I didn't expect some of the stuff that was going to happen in the game to happen. Uh, the trick play in the DC game and just, what was it? The second game, just uh, the result of that game cost the defensive coordinator their job, apparently. Uh, the quality of play was a lot higher than what I remember the XFL, but also it seemed like it was a lot higher on than what the AAF did in its first uh, week. Now, I'm speaking overall because then you go to Sunday, 
because Saturday's games were exciting. Both teams scored 30. The winning team scored 30 plus points. Defense, people were hitting, yada, 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 yakety, schmackety. But Sunday, I literally was sleeping through these games. These were boring ass games. I think the what was it? The first game was it was uh, the Guardians versus, which was totally defensive. I give it up to the Guardians for just putting a smackdown on Tampa, and and Tampa just I, I don't know what was going on. They, they just couldn't get it together. Uh, Aaron Murray just all over the place. I swear, both quarterbacks seemed like they were going to get their receivers killed on every pass because all those, most of those passes were either behind, high, mostly high. Um, and then the second game, that was the game that everybody's favorite team, the Dallas Renegades, supposed to be winning the championship this year. They stunk up the joint too. And uh, not totally You're damn right. You know, my, my, team put, my team put it on them. Yeah, the St. Louis Battlehawks definitely came to play, and they pulled out in the second half. Their quarterback is mighty dangerous. I actually I have caught – I was going to quote this on Twitter, but I've saved it for, for here. Between Houston and St. Louis, probably the two most dangerous quarterbacks in the league right now because yeah. you got two dual-threat quarterbacks – and the, the guy at St. Louis is calm as hell, has a military background, so it kind of helps him stay calm when things are, you know, going crazy. But, yeah, um, again, it wasn't totally Dallas's fault because they were starting an Instagram model as they're at their quarterback position versus <laughs> uh, Landry Jones. And Landry Jones was being held out because he injured his knee uh during practice throughout the week so they held him out he could have played but coach wanted to play it safe so yeah i think they they started week one yeah yeah they because there was another uh guy that was held out i think uh johnson was it josh johnson was held out johnson was held out as well yeah i forgot which team he was on though because i can't remember but i know i think he was the starter and they held him out and somebody else played or something like that or he was second string that they was going to try to start him or something like that yeah, because oh. I, I know a couple of teams did uh, run two quarterbacks in the game. I know D.C. did. They ran yeah. Tyree Jackson out there for, oh, God, for two awful plays. Yeah. So, but, yeah, uh, Saturday was up. Sunday was Snoresville. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I put it like this. Overall, I think it was a great um, rendition of football. Um, I think they, I think they knocked it out of the park. I think they did a very good job displaying football. Um, I can understand what you're saying that the second day was a snore fest because it wasn't as exciting as the first game. But to to an extent, I kind of want that kind of football. I, I want kind of certain teams to do certain things the way like you have different style of football on e on different teams. So not every team is high flying. You may have one team that'll drag it out with the run, another team that plays good defense, another one is an offensive um offensive minded team like the Houston Renegades. Uh, that's the name Houston Renegades, right? Nope. It's Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks. But okay. you're talking about Dallas Renegades on Yeah, Sunday. Dallas Renegades, yeah. Okay. They're a more balanced team. But anyway, the, nobody the Roughnecks, cares about the Dallas Renegades. The, this is the make Roughnecks that clear. The Roughnecks actually have a high flying offense, and that's mm-hmm. you know that's something good. So I don't want every team to look like that. I want each team to have a different identity, and for the most part, I think that's what we saw. We saw a lot of teams with different identity, so it was really um, compelling to see different teams in the um, in the league so far. Um, 
I like what I saw. Um, the games were really um, entertaining. I love the rule changes based the, um, versus the NFL. The kickoffs. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. The kickoffs is probably gonna be something implemented in the NFL. Yeah, that's that's coming. To, that's going to the years. NFL. Yeah, that, yeah probably that's that's going years. to the NFL. They 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 have to figure out how to incorporate player safety and not eliminate the kickoff. Yeah, because the way they because so. when I when we first read it on paper and was looking at the rules earlier this um earlier this uh, month or yeah or late last month we were talking about the mm-hmm. rules. The rules were mostly set up. We was reading them and we didn't understand how it was going to work. But when we actually saw it in motion, like that's the first thing a lot of people saw. Like, yo, this is brilliant. This is how you do kickoffs. To they're still exciting. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're they're um, lean towards player safety, and you still have like this unknown. Like somebody could you know one cut and you can break uh, uh, uh you can break a touchdown on those type of kickoffs. I just Man. think that I think I just think a lot of teams have it set up the strategy to do so. so. Yeah, because I was already on thinking, well, won't they? Since because you know how like the lanes are, if you can just take one guy from one side and pull him like you do, a yeah, lineman, like a pull, like an offensive or, line, or a couple right. like that, and the guy just starts up the middle and he jets towards that side where they're pulling. Yeah, like if you got two blockers pulling, you can you can make because- you can probably create a wall. Because the thing is, the because the thing is, the kicker is like way down the field, and right. you're, you're not expecting the kicker to make it down there in time. Well, I mean, by not time. only that, not like only he that, literally if they, if they is break the last first line, line of defense. Yeah, if he's yeah. the last line of defense and you don't break that line, that that kicker has no chance. Yeah, because that, that's the only that's the only downside to it. If you can break that line really quick, that kicker mm-hmm. has no chance. He might as well run off the sideline. Right, he has no chance. Yeah, because but, it's it's like the kicker and then the rest of the field. Right, I mean, you 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 literally got like sixty yards of nothing but touchdown but and the kicker in between it. But you know what? If you get ran down by the kicker, shame oh, on no, you. No, no, no. If you, you get ran down by the kicker, person, that kicker runs you down. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm gonna tell you what happened. If the kicker runs you down in that scenario, you know what's gonna happen. You're gonna be on the line next time <laughs> to kick the ball off. <laughs> you're not gonna be receiving. You're gonna be on the line with everybody else, um, um blocking. Um, another thing I like, I love, I mean, the, a, the AAF touched on this last season when they played, mm-hmm. but the XFL perfected the replay system. The yeah. replay system was amazing. It was great. You saw how they did it. It was a lot of transparency. Nothing shady looked like it was going on. The refs didn't look like, the refs couldn't look like they were like doing something fishy. Everything was like in your face, like, okay, you see what we see, especially that one play when they thought the guy was um hitting a defenseless receiver in the end zone and it was mm-hmm. a clean hit. Yep. That that one was a really good play. I mean, not to take anything from the AAF. The AAF did it right the first time. I'm not saying they did anything wrong. It's just that the XFL really took it to the next level because I think back then on the AAF, I think the only person you can hear was the person in the booth. With the XFL, you can hear both of them interacting back and forth. And it was... It was very transparent, so nobody felt like they was getting cheated. There was one other thing that I wanted so, to pick up because what was it? I know Saturday they focused mostly on the offensive play calling as far as the XFL All Access. Well, Sunday right. seemed like you got both at the same time, the offense and the defense, so you could see the chess match that was being played between. The now two. I got so a I question that about that. Interesting. What's up? I have a question about it. Do you think that was more of the broadcast? Um, the broadcast company doing that, or you think that was more the XFL? Because a lot of people saying that one broadcast company did a better job than the other. Like I think, 
I think they said Fox did a better job than um who was the, who did the first game? ABC. Yeah, they said Fox did a better job than ABC. Then they say ESPN did a good job compared to ABC, but ABC and ESPN are the same. That's what I'm saying. So it's but you but the one thing I did not like the one the, the commentating in the ESPN game, the last game with the mm-hmm. Dallas um uh, Renegades and I didn't like I didn't like Joy Gallo and they were going at each other if you haven't noticed that. They were like actually, you know, they were pretty catty against each other. They weren't like being a broadcast like a duo. duo. Like, they were just like thrown together. And it was just like, yeah, and it was like, like yeah, exactly. And like if one person had an opinion about something, mm-hmm. then Joey Galloway would say something, and then it was like you can hear they was getting kind of snarky with one another. I, I don't know if any if anybody else in the chat noticed that. Please let me know. Well, but, the, um, one, the one thing that did say that broadcast team was Pat McAfee. Oh yeah, he you did. I agree. I, I, I agree. And what? And I actually caught on to an interview he did when he was flying back. I guess from from that game or from that area because he does a, a podcast on go ahead and keep talking i'm gonna go take k downstairs gotcha. he, he getting sleepy let me let me take yeah, my take mom come all right What's yeah that? pat pat mcafee for those that don't remember he used to on, punt in the nfl for the indianapolis colts he does a podcast on uh on youtube and he was talking about how being a sideline reporter he had a ton of stuff that he wanted to say. He wanted to, like, he had Oliver Luck, the commissioner of the XFL, all ready to, you know, interview. And he wanted to just jump in. But he asked to get permission, I think, from the two uh, analysts in the booth to be able to cut in. And then the thing with uh, the broadcast team, they tell him yay or nay or, hey, we just got to fit it in uh, within – you know, a commercial break or when we're running a commercial through our commentators and stuff like that. So, but Pat McAfee is what saved that broadcast because he has some anecdotes. He had uh, some, he, he was to me was the true color commentary commentator in that game between the battle Hawks and the renegades. Um, so one thing I do have to critique about the all access is that, and I've seen a mixed reaction on Twitter and through different articles and other YouTube videos is that, do you really want to stick a mic in front of a player's, you want to stick a mic in front of a player after, right after either they made a good play, bad play, or in one case where a player was caught in the middle of a, rac- uh, a fracas or whatever, and all of a sudden, he's dropping the f bomb and also dropping other types of bombs, right, and I'm that back. gets blurted out. So, I think yeah, right now I'm, just, I'm critiquing the XFL's uh, all access portion where they stick the mic in front of. They try to get interviews right after the play, brilliant or whatever. Move. Which it, it's a good move overall, but they have to learn when and when not to do it. And I, I, think, I, I don't I think, think I don't think you want to stick a mic in front of it like you it, it's funny because they I did wonder, it to the kicker after he missed the field goal but he wound up making a 55 yard after that but not after somebody just came out of a, like a, a no, no, scuffle I, I, or whatever I, I don't have a problem with it i think they need to wait maybe like a play after it was over they don't need to do it as soon as they're running off the field well i think sunday they they made that adjustment i think there was right. one case where they actually waited too late and the, the, the lady won the interview. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it was the quickest interview in XFL history. So, 
I mean, they're uh, trying, and I and, and I don't have a problem with that. Now, yeah, I, I they're, like they're the, con- gonna make I like the concept. I yeah, like the concept. Gonna... Mm-hmm. And I think they need to keep up with it, but I think they just need to figure out like the perfect time to do it. And I think that's something they'll 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 work out because like. You know, like we said, we seen, you know, we heard a few people curse or whatever. And, yeah. and I mean, this is what happens when you put the mic a little bit too close to the field. That's going to happen. The mm-hmm. thing is, I think. Um, like you kind of you kind of hear it in the NFL, like with that. Right. That, that one that the, the, the camera that hovers above the field, the mic's right. The mic's right on it. So you can hear the players like, man, fuck this shit. They say whatever. Right. So it's 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 yeah, a see, work in progress. Is, I think ESPN did a pretty good job of actually um, muting or blocking out a lot of the the, the, the curse words. But mm-hmm. I, like I said, I think you got to think of this is the first week, first game. You know, they kind of knew it was going to happen, but they didn't know how it was going to happen. So I think with, you know, just like everything else, a few weeks down the road, they're going to get it all tightened up. And I think the whole concept is great. I think pretty much everything they implemented was great. Mm-hmm. I think like in the, in the, um, in the chat right here, King David did say about the officials, they weren't perfect, but it was great when they did things, even when they did things wrong, it felt like it was human error. Cause there was a couple of calls that was like pretty bad. Like there was mm-hmm. a couple, there was one pass interference call. There was another one that was kind of a necessary roughness call that was wrong. Oh, what um, about the one where uh, they, they ruled him down even in the replay, but it didn't look right. like he got his knee down. It looked like yeah. he was still on top of the player. And they still yeah, ruled them was, shorter the line of game. That actually changed the game. Yeah, that was another one. And and, and and that's what I was saying. I think I said it in Discord. I don't have a problem with some wrong calls because right. you still want that human error there. I don't want every single play to go up to the booth, which technically every play do go up to the booth because no challenge flags, which I think that's a good thing as well. But on but, the other side, you don't. Yeah, you don't want teams always play. challenging. Yeah, especially right. pass interference calls. Right. Because I mean, we you already see how that goes now. Yeah. How pass interference went in the NFL, which over, I think they're gonna get. I think they're gonna get rid of that. That was that did not work well at all. The rules of the game will get your league messed up. Just yeah, simple I think, as that. I think they, they're doing I think it the with NFL, the. They're doing it with the MLB right now, and I feel no, like they're going down a different path. That's we're gonna different. we're gonna touch on that on Thursday along yeah. with MLB the show. Because I'm glad you. Well, said not that, not not MLB the show, but just, no 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 uh, no. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, yeah. like, with both of them together, I think that's a good, oh, yeah, good that collab true. to do because there is some interesting you know, information about MLB the show that dropped that we're going to talk about that on Thursday. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because I, I, some of those rules, I saw that too, man. That was kind of crazy. But nevertheless, <sighs> um, since most people are here now, I want to um, know, I know we did this earlier on Thursday, like, what were your expectations on a scale of 1 to 10? Now that the fact that the week one is coming, what are your um, grade for week one on a scale of one to ten? Um, you can put those in the uh, in the chat and let us know because I think we got a lot of sixes and sevens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Spectacular Pooh said eight, um, so I think it was real around about six point five seven. And I'm trying average. to remember if I said either six or seven. I, I, I came I, in. I, I, I came in on the low. Yeah, I came in on the low side. I came in at six. No, I, I think I said seven. I already know it's it's going up after week one. I'm like, I I like I like what I saw overall. Yeah, so, Noble said six. Noble, Noble said six. He probably just wants the NFL. Tro- trolling with that six. 
Unless he's, he's trolling unless him, he's recalling his number that he said before, but that's the six after. I wonder what what was Noble. What was your number before? Um, yeah, Noble put out a number before. I can't remember what it was though. Was it three? No, nah, I don't think it if was it that if it got if it went up, then uh, I'll say. King David said eight point five out of ten. They surpassed mm-hmm. his expectations, um, but they 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 were. They weren't overly perfect. No, I think I think what they did was I think they did a pretty good job at presenting what they tried to put out there. Because mm-hmm. I remember when Vince McMahon first talked about the XFL, he was at this desk and had the little logos at the back, the XFL logo. And he said that he was going to try to bring real football back. And the first thing in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about the bullshit that happened in 2001. I was like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll see it when I believe it. But after, you know... But you saw the serious tone in, in him when he was talking. I, I, yeah. Do you remember that? You saw the yeah, serious tone. Like, he really wanted to bring football. But I was like, XFL. I mean, I remember he hate me and going for the fumble ball for the kickoff. I was like, all right, whatever. And the worst championship you ever see. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, for me, I think I said a six. Now, I'm, I'm going to give it – I think I'll give it an eight, 8.5. I give know, it a I'm, I'm gonna still keep it a little bit lower. I, I give it like a seven point five. Okay. I, I, 7. Because 5. the the important thing is gonna be, and, and Noble said he had said mentioned three prior, so the fact that it went up by three points is good. Um, <laughs> because week two is gonna be interesting because now everybody has film, right? And the teams that are going to be button hits the most is going to be the Guardians and the Defenders. I think that's going to be the matchup. Not because it's D.C., but D.C. and New York already have this rivalry, and the Guardians already took their shot, calling themselves the real Defenders. Well, we'll see coming up week two. But now everybody has film on each other, so... No, there's no nothing to hide. I think everybody pulled out all the stops. I don't think anybody was building or, or playing vanilla last week. Well, right. no, Tampa, that, that's Tampa, thing, like, Tampa, maybe, but I don't. You know, I don't think Tampa necessarily played vanilla. I just think that the I, th- I just think Tampa quarterback play was just terrible. Yeah, because I, I don't think the, I don't I don't think the team the team actually played pretty decent defense. It's just that you just had nobody that couldn't throw. They couldn't throw the ball, and when they did, nobody was willing to catch the ball. Like I said, that dude was—he was gonna get his receivers killed every time Aaron, I saw Aaron, the ball go high. I was—I I cringed, and then I seen the hits afterwards. I—I—I I, I remember my time at receiver playing uh, full contact and getting a high pass. I remember right. being led into a hit. It's not <laughs> yeah. pretty. You go, you right. go. Everything goes black. And then you struggle to get up, and you kind of limp afterwards, trying to get back to the huddle. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh right, yeah, right. that was the big thing. Uh, it was it's Mark Tressman's offense. No wonder Mark, because did we are wasn't there a joke that said Aaron Murray about to be released off this third yeah, he was, league he's gonna team? Be the first, he's going to be the first quarterback that I know that mm-hmm. has failed failed to keep a starting job in three different leagues. The NFL, and what about, the AF. The NFL, the AF, and the um, XFL. Well, what about Mark Trestman? Isn't he kind of entering that same fray as far as being a coach? Because wasn't yeah, he in he... college and he got fired? Yep. And then the pros, he got fired because he was with the Bears. And yeah, he, he's almost, now he's, he's in the XFL. And yeah. Mm. He's getting that territory too. Um, let's oh, talk about the oh. Pick. oh, go ahead. One more thing. It was nice to see Jerry Glanville alive and kicking. 
Yeah, yeah. Everybody, Falcons coach. Yeah, I remember everybody that. forgot about the man. I'm glad they uh they they quoted him for the NFL not for long quote. Right. He said back in the day, it was like not for long. You'd be bagging groceries. That was <laughs> pretty much like the whole line. He was get, he was mad at a referee at that point. That was right. the old NFL films where they did the interesting sound effects for the bleep out. Man, so they got two former Falcons coaches in the XFL. They got Jerry Glanville and June Jones. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just thought about that. Yeah, no kidding. Because uh, Glanville's offense was the red gun. Because he ran it in a new. Because he was the coaching. Wasn't he coaching in New Orleans too? Um, I don't know. Because I, I, I know he. Okay, because he was he was with the Oilers and then Atlanta. Atlanta, I yeah, because his cocky ass thought he could beat the Redskins in the in the rain, Jerry Glen- Jerry, and he Jerry beat his Glanville. ass three times, like twice that year. Jerry Glanville was the one that um. That drafted the Brett Favre and they couldn't get along. Right. Um, no, he didn't. He went to, after he left Atlanta, he went to Hawaii as a defensive coordinator. Okay. Then he went to Portland State, then he was in the CFL, now he's in the XFL. Yeah, because him and Kevin Gilbride switched places because before it was Glanville, the coach of Houston, and mm. Gilbride, the coordinator. And now, and Glanville's. Uh, running the deep is a defensive coordinator with the Guardians. Uh, what is the Guardians, right? Um, no, he that Gilbright the is the head coach. No, wait a minute. No, uh, Glanville is not on the. I don't, he's not defensive coordinator because it's him and Gilbright, and they're in New York. No, right here it says that he's defensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Viper. Somebody must have changed this. Hold up, I, I need to check that because I saw them. Sit, I saw about them about sitting there. I. If my eyes deceive me, I saw them standing next to each other. They're both coaching on the New York Guardians. Right. Like, one's the defensive coordinator. They said he was hired by Mark Trestman as the defensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Vipers. How how old is that article? Or does it have uh, a date next like to recent. it? This is like recent. Hold on. I, I got to check that because I saw Glanville in New York. I ain't seen him in Tampa. But nevertheless, I mean, no, he was in Tampa for real. I'm, I'm looking at video of him. <laughs> yeah. He was he was in he was in Tampa. I'm looking at video of him on MSN.com. So he was a defensive coordinator for the Tampa. Ew. Yep. <laughs> he sure was. Um, let's uh talk about these picks. I think all three of us. I mean, all three of us. And thinking Bills here. Why I think both of us were successful on the huh. picks. Um, let me pull up the notepad. Well, no wonder they're all. No wonder their defense stunk. Anyway. <laughs> The, defense, the Tampa Bay defense was not that bad. It was the offense that messed them up. I think, you know what, you know what messed me up? It's probably because they didn't show the whole sideline. Every time I saw Glanville, they would show um, Gilbright, and there was no indication which sideline both were on. So I must have assumed they were both coaching together because mm-hmm. they because the broadcast definitely did link them two together. And... Um, they, the broadcast may have erroneously said they were both coached. I don't know. I, I was confused. I'm, I'm still under the weather. Um, let's talk about these picks real quick before we talk about a possible video game. Um, DJ, you picked DC. Obviously, I picked DC. We both got that one right. Yep. Um, LA and Houston. Uh, let's see. I got that one wrong because I picked LA. You picked Houston. Yeah, Houston um, won that game. Most of the games wasn't necessarily a blow. See, on, see the on thing the... is, you went two and zero on Saturday. I went one and one, and then I went two and zero on Sunday, and you mm-hmm. went one and one. 
and it even out to three and one. So we're both tied three and one. Right, because um, I went uh Tampa you, Bay. Yeah, you went the with Guardians, and they got lost twenty three to three. Mm-hmm. And you picked the Guardians, and I picked my St. Louis Battlehawks. At which I was like, "Fuck Dallas," so I picked St. Louis too. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, they end up winning that game. So, yeah, week two is going to come up. We're going to talk about week two on Thursday. We're going to do our picks for that, for those games as well. Um, I'm actually excited. I can't wait to watch some more football. This was a, this was fairly exciting and surprising, and I'm 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 pleasantly surprised. I didn't think it was going to be this good, and um, just more to come. I'm I'm actually interested. Mm. Uh, nevertheless. There's a possibility of an XFL game, um, and this is no, you know, no BS rumor. Well, it's a rumor, but it's it has a rumor that has legs. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, um, let's see. I guess I could put this up on the screen. I guess I'll put it up on the screen because since it has some legs, I guess we'll do that. Yeah, got to uh, give some visual. Yeah, I want to give it some visual. Um, sports game online and um, – well, SGO for those who yeah, don't SGO, know. SGO, you know, we can't forget them, the one who exposed Ryan Moody for the... I, I, thought, I, I thought you weren't going to mention that because you had already uh, made well, amends. Man, we made amends, but I'm not... There's nothing wrong with just, you know, exciting fact, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it'd be... Well, mm-hmm. hopefully it'd be a good sport about it. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, this was the company... This mm-hmm. was the guys who exposed Ryan Moody for the Shaquille Griffin situation. Um, they hinted that it could happen, um, negotiations could happen, uh, as early as, um, well, actually they said they have been negotiations for a while now, but they don't, they won't say which developer it is. Um, I'm just going to uh, quote what it says right here. Um, three uh, outlets like, uh, on smash, um, just push start.com and sports game online all hinted that it could happen in recent months. And today they received word that XFL is in negotiations with the developer. They won't say who it is. Rumors have been, and this is where I feel that it has legs. I don't want to highlight all that. This where it says, um, there's been rumors that 2K could revive this football games with the XFL. While we haven't gotten details about a Pacific company in, that is in the running, Oliver Luck and Vince McMahon have made it clear that they want to work with the major developers. So we're not going to get an indie game if the XFL um, wants to take off. So... That right there, I do believe because if you know anything about Vince, I don't know much about him as far as the wrestling stuff because I haven't followed wrestling, but I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon is not going to take this line down just saying that he just won a football game out there. He's going to want a game, and with Oliver Luck and him together, I'm pretty sure they're going to try to push one. Um, Obviously, with WWE 2K is on the um, Take-Two platform, um, a lot of people are going to think 2K is going to make this game. Um... There are negotiations right now, um, like right under this paragraph, said the game will likely come out in late 2020 or 2021. I, I don't believe that'll be the case. If they're like in negotiations with a developer. Then you're thinking, talking about 2021, 2022. I, I'm going to even push to say 22, 23. Because if, if you're going with a major developer and you're just in negotiations now, mm-hmm. I'll say two years tops. I'll say 2022, 2023. And within uh, that time frame, IMV Gaming will still have no game for you <laughs> and will not provide a refund for you as well. 
Yo, did you see that on Twitter? Somebody, I think somebody from IMV gave and told somebody to go go check with their credit card provider. <laughs> they said they're not giving their money back. So go check with your credit card provider. Yeah, Yo, they probably gave him a site called I'mBroke.com or ISellBeanPies.com. Said I got scam.org. <laughs> Like, yo, like, those guys are crooks. They need to be in jail somewhere. Like, no joke. Right, that's, that, that, that yeah. That's, that's crazy. Um, but, um, nevertheless, um, as of right now, uh, the XFL is also partnered with ESPN, Fox Sports, and ABC. So, with that being said, it's a possibility that we may. Now, see, the problem with the NFL and Madden, Madden is in conflict with ESPN. Well, I ain't going to say that. They're in conflict because of the NFL network. That's why you don't see a necessarily a broadcast on their games because they mm-hmm. already have contracts with Fox, which obviously Fox, whoever's a higher bidder, could have had every game on Fox. Well, their logos on Madden or ESPN or CBS. But the problem is they have the they have they do their games on um, NFL Network as well. So it's like it's kind of like they're bidding against themselves. So that's why you don't see a broadcast on Madden. Now with the XFL. They, I mean, they're they're like they're open. They don't have a necessarily an XFL channel, so you will probably see where they can split the pie with, let's say, um, Fox Sports and um, CBS or something. I don't see ESPN and ABC doing it because ESPN is basically Disney, and Disney and NFL have a really tight, they have a really tight um, relationship together. So I don't see them doing that. Fox and CBS, not so much. Maybe CBS because CBS do Thursday night with the NFL Network. Maybe, um, or is it Fox? One of them do. One of them do Thursday night. Along, I think it's CBS. Like the first part of the season, CBS do Thursday night, and the other half it was a, a straight up uh, NFL Network. Mm-hmm. So I think Fox could be in the running to just could possibly get you know their broadcast on it. Um, I, what, what are your what are your thoughts about a possible game, DJ? Like, you know, I'm just trying to look at everything how it would shape out if this was the case. Well, one of my major questions was having to do with the exclusive license with Madden. Now, that also includes the NFLPA and their players. Now, as you already see, the faces of the league. If you turn on your Madden game, if you still play it, um, those faces are in the game, are in Madden. So oh, the com- so the complication cuz you can go and see Cardell Jones, Landry, uh Cardell, yeah, I said his name right. I'm still trying to figure it out in my head. Cardell Jones, Landry Jones cuz they had the same last name. That's what threw me off. Uh I seen uh, who else I seen? Uh your uh, uh LT's boy uh, uh P Walker, PJ Walker. PJ Walker, another He's in was, he's um, in Madden right now. Yeah, what's uh, his name? Muscle name is in Madden too, the defensive end. Coney, yeah, uh Coney Right. Kari Lee, who's the tight end for the DC Defenders, he's in the game. So it's just like I think the first hurdle they're gonna have to get over is how they are they gonna throw money see and that's where no, they're not gonna give their if they did that. That's what I'm saying. Two, one of two things are gonna have to happen. One, they're gonna to have to give money to the NFL PA. They don't have to give money to the NFL for that. Well, that's true. That's they're true. They're gonna have to give money to the PA to get those guys likeness. Now, it's either that or what's gonna happen is 
the in a, the XFL game will have their likeness on the game, but it'll be like an NCAA situation where it'll look just like them. But for mm-hmm. Cardell Jones, it'll be QB number twelve. But here's the thing: with that, if that was the case, wouldn't that expose the fact that the NFL is not an exclusive license anymore? No, because well, that's that's, that's the, a, because the exclusive I think, license I think the problem is to the, what? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. The exclusive license license the way we know it includes the NFL. And the NFLPA, so it's the teams. The NFL is about the teams. The NFLPA is about the players. Right. Right now, the exclusive license, the way we know it, includes both. So if what I remember, if if you were able to work it to where the NFLPA is can make a separate deal with 2K, then or or any other major, then that means the deal is not exclusive to both anymore. That's the no. question we've been trying to figure out for no, the longest time about this current deal with EA. Well, from my Matt McGowan per- too, yeah, he's in the game too. My per- yeah, that's how I put yep in the chat. From mm-hmm. my perspective, what I thought it was, I thought it was either the teams were exclusive, the players never was exclusive, or vice versa. It was one of- because remember when Madden sixty four came out. Mm-hmm. Madden 64 had the players, but they didn't have the teams. Therefore, if you play with the Patriots, you play with Foxborough. Or if you played with um if you play with Dallas, you play with um I think it was Arlington or something like that. You play with teams that were like very similar or close to the city or something like that. It was close mm-hmm. to the team. Well, that's how one... the college football game ran at first. Yeah, it it, just... it's either yeah, it's either one. Or, I don't think both. I don't think both was ever exclusive. To be honest with you, I think See, the PA. I think the PA always was non-exclusive, but I don't think that was um a situation where that if somebody made a game, they had to pick one or the other. And I don't think nobody wanted to take the risk because I because. I think that was was the case. And see, I don't, and think, that, I don't think both was ever exclusive together. And I'm going with the viewpoint of not just you and I. I'm like, you may know something that I may not know, and vice versa. But I'm I'm gonna I'm going with the overall common view that the exclusive license include is the teams and the players to EA. And mm-hmm. if that were to be done, where the NFLPA could make a separate deal. That would in fact shatter what we all know about the exclusive, what we commonly know about the exclusive license, just including the teams and the players in that deal. Yeah, because one thing that we do know about the exclusive license that the exclusive license is is basically um, it, it's locked the consoles and I think it's locked the PC as well. Right, like you can make an NFL game on a mobile on a mobile platform. Mobile. Yeah, you can do an NFL game on it, but I think it was just the consoles and PC. So oh. I know that I know that's one thing about it. But, but wait a minute, we have to also think about the fact. Remember, we never forget Damon Grow. What if it's a situation? No, it's not about him. I'm talking about what happened because we all had that same thought about uh, that game, and it wound up turning into a mobile game. What if they? I know Vince would like to be placed on a console or a PC, but what if it was just to make a mobile game? Like after it was all said and done, all this like backroom. I, I would be highly surprised. I would be highly surprised if Vince McMahon go out there. At this point, like I'm expecting all of it. 
So we are not. No, this is 2020. We are not getting caught with our pants down again. No, I'm not. But then again, I know you you're not. But I'm it. just you, no. You we're to... speaking to an audience that has been duped, just like we were. Well, well, we back then. So like I'm DJ. putting it out there that you have to be that, aware of all of it. You would fine. be disappointed, that, but I, and I would be It'd too. Be, it would be more disappointing because he already has a track record of putting a wrestling game on a console. With Damon Grow, Damon Grow did nothing. And, and, and that's the reason why I would be highly surprised because, like, yo, dude, you've been making wrestling games for, like, since the Super Nintendo days. Like, why, even before that, you've been making WWF games since Super Nintendo games. How in the hell all of a sudden you're going to turn around and just make a mobile game after this track record you got to make in, you know, just a wrestling game? So, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I won't put it past him, DJ. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not saying that it won't happen. I'm just putting a disclaimer on this. That's like, all I'm doing. Yeah, but I'm like saying, like, you did all these other games, all these WWF games, these WWE games, you know, when, and now 2020 comes after all of this, and it's already saying that it's out there that you, you're willing to work with a major developer, and this is going to be a, it's going to be a mobile game. That's hard for me to believe. All, all I'm saying to everyone who's listening and will be listening is to be patient, follow follow along when you can, don't assume anything. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I understand. Um, I'm looking at uh, <laughs> so Dow says no, 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 no EA Sports. <laughs> um, I, I I don't think that'd be the case if XFL now. If they did, I know a lot of people would be disappointed. I would be because me personally, it's not the fact that EA Sports is making a game. It's just that we know where they would go with it. And not only that, I I, I, I am jet lag. I am lag. I am tired. I, I have fatigue of EA football because that's all we've seen from a AAA side for a very long time. I think the last really the last one was Backbreaker and Backbreaker was technically not a triple a game mm-hmm. but that's the last real football game you saw that was a triple a title so i would that EA to the state still football. has the best physics engine for a football game to ever come out which is right. crazy now now ea will obviously be a ea ea football obviously be a triple a football game but you already know how that game's gonna shoot, run shoot they better already, send it to ea know, canada you already know what the legacy <laughs> issues are you already know what the what the glitches are going to be. It's, it, don't send that game fatigue. to Tiburon. Don't send like, that I, game to Tiburon or like, Orlando, I mean, as they like to call themselves. I really just need another company just to do something. It's been fourteen years overall, and maybe thirteen. Well, I'll say fifteen years, and maybe fourteen because Backbreaker did it one year. Um, or you can even say APF because APF did it one year. But still, it's just mm-hmm. a very long time. I would like to see somebody else do something. But um, as far as it to be a mobile. I think that will be an option, but I don't think it will be just strictly mobile. King David also says, I don't think Vince will be mobile is a possibility, but slim. I think it's a possibility, but I think it'll be more of a um, a compliment to the game. I, I just don't see it going strictly mobile. I, I, I highly doubt that. I, a lot of us, before we, before only the two of us did research, that was you and I, VF. Remember, we did our research before that faithful announcement uh, back then that knew that we all thought that we was going to have a major announcement from Damon Grow about a game on a console. But like I said, you and I did our research and knew better right before. And yeah. Yeah. I think a day before we did our research and we actually saw the, um, 
we actually saw the uh the little mobile thing. Yeah, cuz uh LinkedIn is your friend. LinkedIn is your friend when you right. know who the developer is. Yeah, I'm with you as well, King Dave. He said, I th- honestly, I think Vince wouldn't go EA Sports. It's out of the realm of possibility. But I think Vince has enough sense to do some research to see how fans feel about EA. Um, I, I just don't think EA is willing to, to, to try to pull the trigger on it at this point. I mean, money is money, and I, I can see them doing it. But we already know the... the um, we know the relationship that they have with 2K, and also on top of that, um, you can also see where uh, other companies may want to get in as well. But, well, shoot, uh, I, if if I want to look at if I want to look at Vince versus EA, I could see Vince trying to snatch UFC from uh, EA because really? Vince has a relationship with US, UFC. That's true. EA kind of just has a gaming business partner relationship. Vince has more of an intimate. Yeah, I have Brock Lesnar and 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 damn, I keep forgetting Bobby Lashley. I have a and and a couple of female uh like uh Ronda Rousey and and Baszler. We have a few MMA fighters that came over from UFC and now in the WWF or WWE. And um yeah, I could see Vince doing that. Uh, we got we got somebody in the Discord actually saying um, Chris Thomas is in the Discord said let the makers from Pez let the people from Pez make the game. So we're talking about mm. Konami. The um, engine is good too. The, I... but the the problem is the, the the problem with with the people from Pez. We're just talking about Konami. Konami has no interest in making any other games right now. And like they're, that's, they're the, that's the main thing, and they have the engine to do it. Yeah, they have the engine to they do it. They have the just... engine. Oh god, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, they have like... the engine to do it. Uh, Tadal also says he would kind of like to see Sony to make a game like MLB the Show. Um, my problem is the people from Santa Monica. Um, I'm not sure if they're the ones that still, or is it San Diego? San Diego. I don't think they're. They don't even have the game day people there, even if they had them. So damn, he put it in all three. He put it. He put it in the feedback too. Hey. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, it works. Because right. I did put it in there. I was like, Tuesdays are normal Q and A days for the podcast. But if you have questions for us, please feel free to send them there. He did it. Nothing wrong with that. Thank you. I, I'm glad somebody read the directions in this pitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Quayface says EA will make the game trash on purpose. (laughs) Wow. Um, I'm going to tell you something, man. There's um, a growing story about EA microtransactions. It is also linking into Sony and first first party games Mm. um, as far as microtransactions. It looks like it's going to be a situation where a lot of these companies that we didn't think that was in on it, they might be in on it, but I don't want to talk about it right now. It could be something that would be discussed down the road, but it could be a situation where we're looking at more companies getting into the microtransactions type just, of realm and making one, games trash just so you can buy microtransactions. Just, just, just to let you know, when you play your games, don't get stuck anywhere. Right. That's the right. only thing I'll say. Um. Last, before we go into the modern warfare situation... Um, King David, the question is, will Konami be interested? No, they're not interested. There's only two games that Konami like making right now. Konami like making Pez, and they like making um, professional um, baseball um, spirits. Those are only two sports games they like. That, um, to be honest with you, that's like the only game they like, the two games like making right now. And, so, uh, um, and, and also trashing Metal Gear. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like doing that as well. So even though I thought Metal Gear Survive was interesting, but yeah, that that yeah, they they definitely was trying to trash uh, Kojima's uh, legacy with it with Metal Gear Survive. So yeah, yeah. So um, be on the lookout on that because there's been some reports about the um the 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 uh, landscape of microtransactions, and they're not. I'll just put it like this. They're not leaning towards the gambling aspect of it. They're, they're, they're about to get real in your face with it. In other words. So, um, just, just be careful about that. And we'll, we'll talk about that at a later time. Um, DJ, I got a question. What's up? Um, why are these updates and patches are becoming bigger than regular games nowadays? Modern warfare. Yeah, right now has a 67 gigabyte update on Xbox, and I think it's like 61 on PS4 and 57 on PC. What the hell is going on? All right, um, we had this pop up in 2K, in NBA 2K, and various other games. What I'm realizing is that it's not it these patches. Holy it, shit! What? What happened? I'll take that back. The update on PC is 94 gigabytes. The update on um, PS4 is 51. Mm. And the update on um, Xbox is 68. Mm. That's ridiculous. But from my understanding of these patches is that that a lot of it is taking out is like rewriting a lot of code. So I hope it is. So most of it could be embedded already in the game. They're just taking it out. It's like getting rid of old code and putting in new code to fix whatever you, you have, you have your small patches that are in the megabytes and you have your large 60 gigabyte, 90 some gigabytes, depending upon PC, whatever platform. And a lot of it is basically just correcting code that's already there. So you like when you look at your game, do you see the sixty gigabytes added on? More than likely not. You no, because see... I, I know in some games, I know in some way, like like you said with the PS, mm-hmm. not the PS, but NBA Two K for PS Four. I know it was some assets actually deleted and added based on that so the, it was still like the same gigabytes total but you still had to download all those gigabytes because some of them like you know they had to flush some out and still download new ones in it's just that it wasn't added on you just right. still had to download what was there and it seemed like the the larger the patch the more locked in their coding is that they have to re- take out a huge chunk of the game re- and redo it to fix whatever complication or to prepare for some type of future update expansion. It's almost like creating a, let me see. It's like going, it's like drilling a hole, going in, fixing whatever is in there, but you're, you still have this hole. Look at that. Look look at that. That I highlighted right there. That is no joke. Roughly 94 gigabytes on PC, 51 gigabytes on PS4 and 68 on Xbox one. That's that is nuts. yes. That's telling me that's there's a lot that they had to go in. I'm like I've now always been the one. I've always been the one that said that the more gigabytes you have for your game, the more work you put in. Well, also 
when you have to fix the game, I, I do the, have it's a more than likely you're going to have more gigabytes that are going to be in these patches. I do not have defending this pure size no, no, of them, but no, I have a question though because mm-hmm. the game when I downloaded the game on my PS4, I think it was like seventy. I think it was like somewhere between sixty and seventy gigs. That was just for the base game that I, you know, that I played in our live stream. Now the extra fifty one that's on PS4. Now I have a question. What from the base game they're going to replace into the PS4 version for it to still be seventy something gigs? You kind of see what I'm saying? It's like I, I see. What are, are, I see it's what like are we are we taking fifty gigs out? Oh, uh, if we're taking 50 gigs of gameplay out or assets out and adding 51 in, and it's still going to be around 77 gigs. Usually, that's the case because all they're going in, they may be, they may have to go in and fix maybe a line or two of code within that line or two may be critical in that part of the game. Now, so we're, po- we're so basically with these downloads, we're po- we're possibly replacing the entire game. Well, you look at Destiny, they replaced a person's voice and yeah, you can imagine it, but i'm saying that's what that's what developers are doing um what is it king david creates sat there and said that they aren't just patches nowadays too it's live service add-on now see now see with that being said i would mm-hmm. expect that the live service add-on will be added on let's just say the get the game is 70 gigs right mm-hmm. and it's 51 gbs or gigabytes added onto the ps4 version if most of that is game live service add-ons, I expect the game to probably be maybe 110, maybe 120 gigs now. But here's the thing. A lot of that is written into the game prior. It's just locked. Sometimes you have to go in and unlock it. So with that being said, so how much of the game that was already unlocked? So are we saying that... This happened game... with Destiny. There was a lot of the I'm, game I'm... that was written in that was locked until dlc and whatnot and then they unlocked it and then you added the dlc and it pretty much changed the game each time you and they and they would do these type of things not necessarily at the size of of the other of the patches some could be small updates it just depends on how locked in the code is yeah I, I'm, I'm just trying to just kind of be curious about it because see i would know definitely if i had my ps4 and i would download this patch or this or this update and then i'll go back on my hard drive and see how much it, it's actually taken up because this is a this is a lot that that that's a lot and and i now, want to like say if it's, if it's 77 let's say if it goes up to 80 so mm-hmm. now we're looking at maybe what out of the 50 you're looking like at there was some 20 new g- stuff that was added in at that point see that's what i'm saying and that's a lot what of that stuff tell me yeah, but this is what I'm saying. This is a season two update. So in season two, you would think there's a lot of stuff that is new. So that's what I'm saying. It's 51 gigs, uh, or let's say 94 gigs of the PC version. How many uh how many gigabytes of that is season two? Because the way it sounds like it seems like season two is a whole new game based on these download um uh up there, these the the size of them. Wait a minute. Here, here's the thing. I'm. I, I may throw a visual. Well, I am going to use a visual. Has anybody played with building blocks? I think we all have growing up. Well, I don't. I don't know. Some of these young cats don't even know what a building block is. But uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, you're sitting there, you're building your, your whatever you want to build, and you're 
stacking, you're putting it all together. And then you, there's this piece that you left out, whether uh-huh. it was on purpose or whether it was just by accident, you just left out a piece. And it's and it actually has it to go in a place where you already built upon. So you have to take it apart, right? put that piece back in, and then voila, it's fixed. No, no, that's like, so, I get it. I, I mean, I no, do no, understand no, that. I, no, no, no. I, I, this is not explaining it to you. This is explaining it to the audience. It's more or less that, in some cases, developers may may intentionally leave something out in the case locked DLC to where they go in, unlock it with a patch or whatever. Then all of a sudden you have new content and you still are either playing on a physical disc or you are playing uh, from a digital uh, format. But it's more or less just uh, corrections being made so it can play well with the new edition. So you will have, like, if your game is at 50 gigs and it was like a 60 gig uh, patch, uh, hey, common my, my sense, is, common I, sense would think it would be a hundred, like you were saying earlier, it'd be a hundred and and eleven gig it game. Yeah, it'd be one hundred and twenty one uh, for PS four. It'd probably be one hundred and twenty one gigs right, right now on the, on the on the game. But see, this is the thing. I understand that you know you take certain things out and add some things in. Mm-hmm. But when you look at something that's still like a season two update, you know you're, you're basically talking about like what Ravens Nation said. You're basically talking about a, a whole new game at that point because you're talking about a season two. I don't think they're going and to take that has happened. season one. I'm telling you, it happened with Destiny. I was, a, I'm like, many people are the victim to, of what happened with Destiny when that I, game well, dropped. I need to find out. It I became a totally different game, and I felt like the sixty dollars I had paid for the game because this is where, it, after all is said and done, you pay sixty dollars for a game, and you can be potentially be locked out of content that you originally had when you bought the game for $60. I felt like with Destiny, when they added the updates, the patches, or whatever, it locked me out of a majority of the game that I originally paid for. And I that's the to, crime to, right there. I need to find out whoever has this game. My nephew maybe have it, but I want to see if he downloaded this season. And I need to know how much space is taken up off of this hard drive that would tell me exactly what it is because like i said i don't have my ps4 anymore but I, i'm really curious because i thought about buying this on pc but there's no way i'm buying this on pc with 94 well, shoot, you can't look, you it. can't look into your files uh for your games on pc because no, they, i don't they, have the game on pc no 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 I, I no, no 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 i ain't talking about just because this this happens for all the games no, I don't. If, no, I, I'm gonna be honest. With you. I don't. I do not have a game where I had an update this big on PC. I, I, I don't. No, 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 I, no. I, it doesn't. It doesn't matter the size of the update. Just any updates, because that's what that's no, routinely what, what happens. Say, yeah. Most of my most of my updates, like a patch or whatever, a patch a patch usually is it usually keeps the game the same. But mm-hmm. I haven't had like a season update. Like I don't have a game that I I, I I'll take that back. I do have a game that has a season update, but it's not on my hard drive. Like I have um, Resident Evil Revelations um, two, where they go by like four or five seasons, but I haven't updated it. But I don't think that is. I think each season is kind of like a game in itself. But I haven't had like a season pass type update. I know Mm -hmm. the closest thing that I had to it was Battlefield four, and each update was like six or seven gigs, and that did add on to the um, gigabytes. 
Yeah, it, it they, didn't replace anything. Oh yeah, those were expansions. Right. Yeah. That, and, and, that, and, and that's that, the way they did it beforehand, but then they 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 changed how they do it. So now you don't get the the add-on to the to your storage capacity. Right. Now I'm trying to, to figure out updates. is now I'm trying to figure out if if this is the same as that, or if it's just something like we said earlier, like they could be taking certain things out that just didn't wasn't needed anymore. Cause um like I said with Battlefield Four, I mean I bought I bought all the expansion on that. And like when I did uh um final stand or um mm-hmm. the the other ones with the um the fighting in the desert and all that all those like seven gigabyte updates and they added to the game they wasn't taking anything out so um, well that you know of yeah i mean i think the game yeah. I, I i think battlefield on my hard drive right now it's i think it's up to like 60 gigs but it started mm-hmm. out like it, it started out like 41 or something like that yeah because um one thing because uh, the state uh, since i still play state of decay 2 and thank god their people are transparent about what they do with these updates they literally said that they just they discontinue stuff because mm-hmm. of maybe memory limits with the game right so that's also being done where stuff may be taken out and these other developers probably not being as transparent I'm not telling you, hey, we're also we're we're also taking this out. We're fixing this, correcting this. We're maybe maybe getting rid of this bug, but we may also be getting rid of a few guns, maybe a, a cosmetic, you know, because maybe they're running into their like, especially games that have been out for a while. They're probably running towards the end of their like memory programming wise. So could it could be that too. I'm just curious. I think I think Donald will find out. I'm pretty sure somebody on Reddit or something actually gonna you know let people know what it's actually like. I'll probably look it up on Reddit later because I'm not going down that rabbit hole jumping through Reddit trying to find what's what. Because well, and then at the same time, King Davis just I know he's talking with Ravens Nation right now, but it's just like that's how live service games are operating these days. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, remember VF? You were the one. That was like, yeah, they're going in it, and we were all like, I hope they don't. And then this is where we're at right now. Yeah, I, I kind of figured out like when I when I was saying that, I was more thinking like a recurring game where they don't have to make a game over and over again. Again, like kind of like what Rainbow Six Siege is doing. They're do, yep. they're, they're doing exactly what I thought other games would do, but mm-hmm. these people are doing games where they're just literally trying to nickel and dime you off of loot boxes mm-hmm. and that they, or or microtransactions. I don't like that. But um, Rainbow Six basically trying to keep the same game going for ten years, and I don't see why another sports game, well, why a sports game can't do that, um, long as they can continue to uh, update the game and change assets to make the game look different. You pay a subscription fee. I don't see nothing wrong with that. But yeah, because that, I can another... tell, yeah, because I can tell you this much: the, the live fans, oh, they have to be mad. They haven't had an update in NBA Live in quite some time, and it's just like. Canceled, uh, canceled the last game. So why can't we get an update on the game that came out before that? Jesus Christ, NBA Live, that franchise. That that seems like the type. That that seems like that's the type of franchise they do a thirty for thirty on. That that's just mm-hmm. that's just ridiculous. When it used to be live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's it for the podcast. I know we we didn't want to go too much longer. I think an hour is good, a little bit over an hour. Um, I know DJ said he was a little under the weather, so I don't want to keep him. Um. Hopefully he'll feel better on Thursday. Um, I, I wouldn't have. I don't have to work that following Friday, so 
um yeah. that'll be a perfect time for uh for us to go a little bit longer um but uh this was um exit exit this was episode 118 of the first and frame race podcast you can catch us on itunes soundcloud and google play mm-hmm. also you can join the discord you can check out dj's channel he's been putting content up there lately as well yeah i and... have episode three up right now i'm running so i'll put that out on twitter just to reshare it right right so just put that out you can find us on twitter as well put that banner up i'm pretty sure everybody here knows but the people who are just watching later uh, all three of our twitter handles up mine via baller dj is dj 81 and bills is jmbmj um shout out to bills wherever he is i'm gonna have to check up on him and see how he's doing um but nevertheless um, we do appreciate everybody coming through once again. Oh, um, Pelican, we, we talked about it in the first part, so you may have to go back in the replay at the first yeah, part usually, of the podcast. Because yeah, I, know, I know you came in a little bit later, because I know you was asking where Bills was and, and stuff like that. Bills on a hiatus, so uh, he's just right. taking a break. Well, yeah, he's taking a break and focusing on his on his music mainly. So Right, because usually when we have a title in the front, we usually talk about it first. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, you can check that out and um at the end of the day we thought the XFL was a pretty um it was a pretty good outing of the over the weekend. Hopefully that continues this weekend. Coming up, we'll talk about our picks for week two. Um probably add a little bit more expectations and things that probably could go wrong. Hopefully it don't because um You know what I wanna see? What's that? Um I know the chat had made their picks. I wanna see the chat versus each other in those picks i know you and i are, are comparing our picks but i want also want but you to know what they can do what? they can do honestly they can discord. do that in the discord you're right it's much easier to do it on the discord than doing yeah. it on the um, i want to see i want to see the competition really live right. enough not just the little slap fest that was happening between Pooh and raven for whatever right. reason so I, 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 think... I definitely want to see i want to see some picks on um on the Discord, and I want to see some. I definitely want to see more trash talk because them Guardians are gonna get shut down come this uh, Saturday, <laughs> no doubt. No yeah, Guardians. I mean, yeah, like I said, that's a perfect place to do that at Discord. So check us out on Discord. We can talk all the smack about these teams, and um, I think we got something really good going on with the Discord and XFL. It, it kind of fired up the Discord this weekend. That was pretty cool, and um, I really enjoyed it. So, um, as far as my streams go. Um, the bowl game, the in the NC State bowl game, I may do that this weekend. I'm not gonna be uh making any promises because we may be going out of town for the weekend. So um, if anything, that may be put on hold until I get back in town, which will probably be like Monday. But um, that will give me a good, perfect chance to take my Xbox with me and catch up on my um my uh raiders dynasty so i can have the draft classes line up together so um maybe we'll have something good for that so um i hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast that's um, the worst comeback i've ever seen nonsense the defenders are gonna get out defended Ooh, that was lame you gotta come up with something better it was, it was lame but it was clever though i kind of like that though. Just, kinda boo that was lame <laughs> Um, Just like the Guardians, lame. I, I, I hope you guys really enjoyed this uh, podcast. Half empty like had a stadium. Good, um, Playing a smaller a stadium good, uh, next time. Come on, DJ. I'm just saying. Catch them in the Discord. Catch them in the Discord. All right. <laughs> 
You like really talking trash. You, you better not I lose. <laughs> he better not lose. <laughs> um, yeah, just catch us in the Discord. Catch us on Thursday. Um, uh, like I said, I give you guys a heads up when I'm streaming, but definitely we'll be here Thursday, and we're gonna make our picks. You can make your picks into the Discord as well. You know where to find us on Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. I'll let DJ um, have the last words, and we'll be out of here. Guardians suck. Don't come down with that weak stuff in DC. We will body the hell out you guys. Anyway. But thanks for thanks you guys for tuning in. Uh, Thank you. And Pelican, thank you for showing up. I know you're here for Bills, but um, yeah, he's taking a break. And um, catch us on Thursday. Catch us on in the Discord. Uh, Any Guardians fans, you can catch me in the Discord. You're gonna catch a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna catch a few bodies in the Discord. Y'all, y'all come at me. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a wrap. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all Thursday. And um, until then, Discord, Twitter, and everything else in between. All right, guys. Peace. Peace, DC Defenders over the Guardians once again. <laughs>